the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The John Steigerwald Show, sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Portions of today's program may be pre recorded. Another easy one. Yeah, last week was a slam dunk, but it happened again this week. There was very little deliberation on the way to finding a winner. And now, it's time for The Jerk of the Week, starring John Steigerwald. Yeah, and uh, all I have to do is play the soundbite and you'll know. I do want to clarify something. You're saying tonight that you support fracking, that you've always supported fracking. But there is that 2018 interview that you said, quote, I don't support fracking at all. So how do you square the two? Uh, I, I I do support fracking, and I don't I don't I support fracking, and I stand and I do support fracking. Okay, that's a sound bite that'll live in infamy from the uh, from the worst debate performance in American history. But if you think that John Fetterman is this week's winner, you'd be wrong. The award goes to Giselle Fetterman. That would be Mrs. John Fetterman who's been up close and personal personal with John since he had that stroke six months ago. And, you know, she's been perfectly okay with allowing him to go out there and humiliate himself. And she's obviously been a major contributor to the cover-up. And, of course, she's also criticized anybody in the media who suggests that a guy who can't put two sentences together shouldn't be a United States senator. So, So I should say, she may not end up being the wife of a United States senator, but Giselle Fetterman can always say she was an AM 1250, the answer, jerk of the week. I don't know about you, but if Fetterman does win this election, I'm not buying it. I think the only way he can win it is by stealing it. And in our second half hour, we're going to talk to the co-author of a book, who claims to have irrefutable evidence that the 2020 election was stolen, especially in Pennsylvania, and he was a poll watcher in Delaware County, PA. But when we come back after the break, it's happy Twitter day. Elon Musk has taken over. We'll talk to a tech expert about what that means. Stick around. Hey, here's a crazy fact I just heard. Over your entire life, I don't know if you're aware of this, but almost three years are spent in your bathroom. That's a lot of time to spend in a space you don't love. So how about upgrading uh, to the bathroom of your dreams with Bath R Us? The bathroom experts at Bath R Us offer complete bath and shower remodeling services, and that's total bathroom transformations for less we're talking high-quality furniture-grade wood vanities featuring soft closed doors and drawers, cultured marble tops, and an integrated bowl systems, plus modern and durable tubs and showers that ensure low-maintenance, resistance to mold and mildew, and they're easy to clean. To put it all together, choose from a selection of beautiful luxury vinyl flooring from both, from both water-resistant and low-maintenance. But don't wait. Don't wait to schedule your free in-home estimate and get $1,000 off plus 18 months, same as cash. That's right. Zero down, zero payments, and zero interest for 18 months if you schedule an in-home estimate. Call today, 440-276-8017. That's 440-276-8017. Or go to bathrus.com. That's bath, the letter R, us.com to start loving your bathroom again. 
What does John Fetterman think this election is all about? I'm running on my record on crime. But Fetterman's record on crime is crazy. He served on the board of pardons with Josh Shapiro and other Democrats. But over and over again, John Fetterman was the only vote to pardon murderers. On 225 votes on the pardon board, Josh Shapiro voted against the criminals, against pardons. But John Fetterman voted to let the convicted criminals off the hook. Fetterman's a lone wolf. I have made getting them out of prison like the most critical thing I'll I'll ever do. Fetterman's too extreme. Voters say that's nuts. He's not like most Democrats. Fetterman's way more radical than Shapiro. What's wrong with this guy? John Fetterman is too reckless. He's dangerously liberal on crime. American Crossroads paid for and is responsible for the content of this advertising. Not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. www.americancrossroads.org My dog was scratching and shedding like crazy around the house. When I heard about Dynavite Nutritional Supplement, I thought, why not? Couldn't hurt. We literally tried everything else. Our dog quickly took to it, and after a couple of weeks of adding Dynavite to his food, we noticed a big difference. Our little gizmo's coat was shinier, and he almost completely stopped shedding and itching. I can't wait to see how well it helps him with his allergies as the seasons change and he's in the yard more. I'm so glad I tried Dynavite. My dog smelled so bad and scratched herself constantly. We bathed, sprayed, and bathed her again, but no results. Then I heard about Dynavite supplements for gut health, and all of the reviews sounded just like my Bella. After just two weeks, she had major improvements with the smell, and no more scratching or dragging her stomach across the carpet. And her coat is more beautiful than ever. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dynavite. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1-800-940-6161. That's 1-800-940-6161. Or go to SelectQuote.com. That's 1-800-940-6161. Select Quote. We shop, you save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. I'll second guest dinners with friends because they can be interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon, pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall. If you're allergic to pork or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints. Call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit creoninfo.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N info.com. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, Elon Musk, uh, he freed the Twitter bird. And liberals' heads are exploding because he keeps talking about free speech, and they're afraid that he means that conservatives are going to get some of that, too. What does it mean? How big of a deal is this? Well, Jake Denton is a research associate at the Heritage Foundation Tech Center. He joins us now. Jake, thanks for coming on the show. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. So how big of a deal is this? Uh, Not just for social media, I guess, but for the planet. Yeah, I mean... It's yet to be seen, obviously. there's uh, He's only been in uh, power there for about less than 48 hours. But from what we've seen already, he's uh, lifting some of the bans, um, suspensions, and, uh, you know, removing shadow bans. Uh, there's a lot of folks who, you know, you type in their name, they don't come up in the search results. Um, so things are already changing very quickly. 
Um, so kind of yet to be seen, but everything points to this being a huge victory for free speech um, and kind of the Internet as a whole. Things are definitely changing. Yeah, he's already fired top executives, including the woman responsible for banning Donald Trump. So he's, he's obviously not messing around, is he? No, and uh, I think he's actually learned a lot of lessons from uh, the days of the Trump administration. Um, he's definitely taken in that idea that, you know, personnel is policy. Um, his calls to fire 75% of the staff um, basically are representative of this kind of bigger idea that if you have aspirational goals, you need to have staff that are going to work um, kind of loyally to you and actually be able to fulfill your ambitions. And so I think he's absolutely right to start firing these folks, and hopefully there's more to come. Uh, I know this wouldn't be something that you'd be have a whole lot of uh, privy to the knowledge of this, but... Um how top heavy do you think something like Twitter is? Uh, how many do you think uh, it's? I mean, just there are a lot of people running around there who are expendable and won't be missed. Or do you think he's going to have to replace yeah. the people he gets rid of? Yeah. So um, I mean, obviously, the biggest issue with a tech company like this is the coding talent, right? You need computer science folks. You need folks who can execute your vision for the platform and make sure the platform's safe and, and you know stable. Um, so. While, yes, there is definitely bloat there, he does absolutely need uh, solid engineers, which there isn't going to be a huge supply of that are ideologically aligned with him. Um, so it's going to be very important that he kind of treads, uh, treads lightly and make sure that the hirings are all genuine and authentically aligned with his vision. Um, and to your point, I do think it is probably very, very top-heavy. Um, he sent out a tweet earlier this week that said, you know, you can work from home for Twitter. Uh, you can work from home, but it won't be for Twitter. Um, and I think that kind of captures the bigger issue of that, you know, Silicon Valley and much of corporate America's face where there's a lot of dead weight at the company. Folks have been working from home and they're not really pulling their fair share. So ultimately, I think um, the firings are great. And I think we'll learn pretty quickly. A lot of these companies haven't been properly structured. Uh, I, I would imagine that there are some engineers out there who might be thinking, hey, there might, who are not liberals, who are thinking, hey, there might be a job for me there. He might, there might be some guys <laughs> who have been having a tough time getting jobs. Yeah, I mean, great day for the uh, kind of middle American computer science folk. If you're a, uh, you know, an IT guy from Ohio or somewhere else, you know, maybe you're going to find yourself with a lot of uh, opportunities uh, at a company like Twitter that's kind of going a different direction from this kind of woke corporatocracy we've been uh, living under for the last, you know, 10, 10 or so years. Um, you know, there's going to be a lot of market value for folks who just aren't crazy. Um, so hopefully we get some good folks in there and uh, the platform goes a better direction. Now, liberals are open about their fear of uh, free speech for anybody other than, than themselves, especially conservatives. Should they be afraid right now of how the world's going to uh, change for them? <laughs> Well, I think liberals should certainly be worried that, uh, you know, the conservative message will just be able to hit the ears of ordinary folks now. Um, they've kind of been working with an unfair advantage where we haven't been able to effectively message to the masses. Uh, with the conservative message isn't uh, siloed, you know, we're not just talking amongst ourselves on alternative platforms. We're really on these uh, main stage applications such as Twitter and unfiltered, I think we're going to see a lot of moderates start to realize how crazy things have been in the last few years. And that there hasn't really been a dissenting party um, that's been able to message them. So I think liberals should be worried that, you know, they might not actually be able to message as crazy as they have been. Um, and in terms of just, you know, broader fears about what this could mean on the platform, ultimately Musk has said, if it's illegal in the United States, he won't allow it on the platform. Um, this is, you know, he's been saying this since the beginning of the, the purchasing process. So, you know, if you're worried about um, crazy radical rhetoric or, you know, calls to violence, if you can't say it in your local park, you know, you're not going to be able to say it on Twitter. But um, he's not going to be in the business of uh, creating new speech laws uh, that Americans will have to abide by. So, you know, great things are coming in that, uh, that space. Well, I had uh, 14.9 uh, thousand followers um, at Steiger World is, is my Twitter and uh, Jake you are at Real J Denton uh, that's your uh, Twitter handle Real J Denton um, I had 14.9 followers and I'm not exaggerating I think it was for three years it didn't go up it didn't go down I, I would see 
daily. So and so is following you. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not saying I, sh- I should have fifty thousand followers, but uh, I and 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 recently, I've noticed that I I rarely see uh, many of the people that I follow. I don't see their their comments, and I've talked to people who follow me, and they say they rarely see the stuff that I put up there. So um, I, 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 maybe they don't like the fact that I, I refer to uh, Rachel Levine as a man. I don't know. That might have something to do with it. But um, uh, how many people is that happening to? Because I know something's been happening to me. And is, that, uh, and is Elon going to take care of someone like me on, on this thing? Yeah, so what you're describing is what we call shadow ban. And right. you, uh, essentially Twitter in Section 4 of their terms of service grants themselves broad authority to take any type of action on the account if the content you are posting is identified or deemed as hate speech, misinformation, you know, any of the other buzzwords they have. So it gives them the authority to, you know, take your username or make sure you don't show up in search results. They're just kind of deputized to do whatever they'd like. Um, and so what we've seen over the last 48 hours is accounts that have, you know, notable accounts, um, big blue checks who have been public about their search bans or shadow banning um, have seen that been lifted. Uh, Raheem Kassam, who's a good friend of mine, has uh, been one of the more notable folks who's had a permanent search ban placed over him. You type his name in, you wouldn't see his account pop up. Um, he disappears from the feed. This morning he was had that restored. So he's now, you know, unsearch banned and, um, you know, you can find him on his Twitter. Um, so things are changing quickly. It's only been 48 hours and a lot of great things have happened. The Tesla engineers have come over and they're auditing the code at Twitter, trying to find out, you know, what exactly was going on when we were boxed out and uh, all these crazy things are happening. So give it some time. But I do think that uh, the shadow bans and kind of the broader um, suppression that conservatives have faced will start to go away. So what is, I, I, I don't, I don't, want to act like my account is more important than anybody else's, but I'm just using myself as an example here. Um, if I, if I all of a sudden uh, find out that I'm, I'm my, my postings are not being seen by people who follow me. Um, what, what, what's involved in switching that? How hard is that to, not just for me, but I mean, there's, I'm sure there are millions of people in the same situation is it about flipping a switch so they have to go through account by account? How do they fix that? Yeah, so I believe what we'll, we'll come to find out, and you know, whether or not Elon makes this publicly available or not, I do believe that folks have just been categorized as you know, conservative influencers, conservative commentators, and had this kind of uh, silo placed over the top of them. They've been taken out. And so it, I think it really truly will be as simple as just kind of pulling everyone out from under that umbrella. Um, and you're, you're just back to normal. It's as if the plot it never happened. Right. So it's just reversed. Um, it isn't something that, you know, is irreversible. You know, you're not permanently put in Twitter jail. Um, it's just some fancy coding they've done to make sure you don't appear in the search results. And, uh, you know, they've said that it was a boss, but at a certain level, they've been manually reviewing these folks, you know, people who have thousands and thousands of followers, aren't being subjected to a box oversight. You know, if you have a blue check or a big following, someone manually did this to you. Um, So I think as they sort through all of the chaos that's been unfolding there, um, this is one of the first things that you'll start to see reversed. We're talking to uh, Jake Denton. He's a research associate at the Heritage Foundation Tech Center. Um, So how long, uh, well, is there evidence to to suggest that, Elon Musk should be trusted, I guess is what I want to ask you, with this kind of power. We're all assuming it's going to be wonderful and and uh, we're going to love the changes. I'm talking about conservatives now. Um, is he uh, Does he strike you as the kind of guy who should be trusted with this and that we should, our, our expectations uh, may be a little bit unrealistic? Well, I mean, regardless, I think it'll be a whole lot better than what we've been living under, but it'll he, by no means should be you know, seen as a hero or a savior or anything where there's going to be a desire to place him upon a pedestal as kind of, you know, the, the true savior of the internet. Um, we have to remember at the end of the day, he's a billionaire. He does a lot of business with the Chinese communist party. Um, you know, there's foreign sovereign wealth funds that are invested in the purchase of Twitter, um, that he just made. Right. So there's a lot of, you know, foreign interests. He is still a billionaire. Um, he's shown that, you know, he, puts that money aside, you know, he sold his house and he lives in, you know, just a little prop house in Texas. 
So there, there are things about him that are better than the average, uh, you know, tech CEO, tech billionaire. Um, but at the end of the day, he's a person and he has his own personal interests. This wasn't a humanitarian effort like he's describing. There's some strategy behind it. Uh, we can speculate, you know, for days, but um, he wouldn't have just done this out of the kindness of his heart. He has a plan. Right, so right. Um, I, I could go awry. There's absolutely um, all the chance in the world that he does something crazy and we lose um, Twitter again or it goes a different direction. But for the time being, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. Is is Twitter something that one person um, can screw up quickly and uh, largely? Absolutely, and you know and we've qu- seen it before under under the past leadership at Twitter. They uh, have done several things where you know they change the interface and user base drops down. They uh, add things like misinformation filters and people stop using the app. So that people are reactive, right? The users on there, if the experience changes. Uh, essentially, they vote with their click. You know, if they don't open the app anymore, you realize that it was a bad choice. So um, Elon could easily implement something that pulls people away or even brings people in. So um, it, it's a lot of power to be at the helm of an app like this. Uh, you know, one would argue that it's probably the most critical app uh, currently available in terms of American discourse. Um, so it's a lot of power for a single individual. And um, it's important, you know, as uh, normal folks, normal Americans, we hold them accountable. Um, if something goes awry or, you know, we don't like a decision, um, that we kind of make it known. We don't just kind of go along with it because he's the guy who freed us from uh, Parag and the other Twitter regimes. Um, the next big thing for Republicans is uh, breaking up the tech companies. Not just Republicans, I guess conservatives would be a better way of putting it, but I see that Zuckerberg has lost $100 billion in the last year. I don't know how anybody's able to do that, but apparently he did. How much could things change with Facebook and Google in the next year or so, especially as we get closer to the 2024 election? Yeah, we're in a really interesting time in terms of the tech sector. You're seeing Meta kind of bottom out. You have Google dropping. Uh, We have the emergence of TikTok as a major competitor, which is prompting a lot of responses from these platforms. You know, they're... They're implementing short-form video, um, whether or not it makes sense on their platform or not. Um, and so there's a, a lot that could unfold between now, the next Congress, the next presidential administration. We just uh, passed a bill in the House called the Merger Filing Fee Modernization Act, um, which we had to pull the hair of a lot of Republicans to even support it. We only wound up with about 39, 40 Republican votes for in favor of it. And it was not the most passive form of antitrust legislation you could have drafted. It was bare bones, uh, all common sense things that Republicans have messaged on for, you know, years since the kind of atrocities of the tech sector have been inflicted upon us. Um, and so seeing that makes me a little worried that, you know, the coalition isn't all the way there yet. Um, we have a long ways to go in terms of just making congressional members understand what it's like to be an ordinary American you know, someone who doesn't have a government affairs official who, you know, if your tweet's deleted, you can go appeal to. If you're a normal folk um, anywhere in middle America, uh, you don't get to go straight to a representative who can uh, reinstate your tweet. You just go away. And so you have to stress this experience that was different for a congressional member. They lose sight of these things when they come here to D.C. So um, keeping it fresh, uh, make sure that uh, they know we want action against big tech. I only have about a minute left. Real, real quick, uh, how does um, how do Facebook and uh, Google compare to Twitter uh, as far yeah, as I think, the the damage they do to conservatives and have been doing? Yeah, Google Google is right now in a, the midst of a lawsuit with the RNC. Uh, it was just filed, um, so they're essentially putting almost all of the Republican emails, fundraising, get out the vote efforts into the spam folder. It's at a rate of over 820% higher than Democrat communications on the campaign trail. So they're deliberately targeting conservatives. I think this will be seen pretty quickly within the, the legal proceedings. Um, Facebook, very similarly, um, does a lot of funny business with conservative content. Um, not as bad as Twitter has been and certainly not as bad as what Google does, but it exists. Um, you know, we are disproportionately targeted across the entirety of the Internet. Um, and so... As we draft bills, it's important to target each individual company. We can't just do mm-hmm. a, a blanket piece of legislation, um, but yeah. we've got a long road ahead. Hey, Jake, I'm out of time. I really appreciate you coming on, and happy Twitter Day to you. Absolutely. Thanks for having me.
All right. That's Jake Denton of the Heritage Foundation. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The man who attacked Speaker Pelosi's husband in their California home allegedly asked, where is Nancy, as he assaulted the man. The man who violently attacked Paul Pelosi at his and Speaker Nancy Pelosi's San Francisco home was looking for the Speaker, according to a source briefed on the attack. Before the assault occurred, the man confronted 82-year-old Paul Pelosi and shouted, quote, where is Nancy, where is Nancy, according to the source. Nancy Pelosi was not in San Francisco at the time, according to her spokesman, Drew Hamill. U.S. Capitol Police said she was in Washington, D.C. with her protective detail. The new detail suggests that the attack was not a random crime and that Pelosi's home was specifically targeted. Bernie Bennett reporting. Elon Musk has taken over Twitter and fired its CEO and other top executives trading in company shares, was suspended on the New York Stock Exchange, and the stock will be officially delisted early next month. This is SRN News. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. As we move closer to the decision of our lifetime, the left continues to freak out because they sense they're losing their grip on the control of our lives. They hate that. So be prepared for chaos. They seem to think chaos creates a better environment for their wacky ideas. Put on your gas mask. Be prepared for anything they may throw at us. But be prepared to vote and get your friends to the polls. It's never been bigger than this one. Election 2022 will be the answer. AM 1250, the answer. Smart businesses are always looking for ways to improve. Better work days can start with CentOS. Your dedicated CentOS service reps help make sure you have what you need when you need it. We'll stock your essential cleaning products, deliver hygienically clean workwear, inspect your fire extinguishers, and provide first aid and safety supplies. CentOS is with you every step of the way, so you stay a step ahead. Visit CentOS.com. Oh, I'm ready! And get ready for the workday. Hi, I'm Jackie Dorman. Are you longing to find your soulmate, but you're tired of online dating, singles ministries, blind dates, or even being set up on bad dates by well-meaning family and friends? If none of that's worked for you and you have no idea how to meet marriage-minded men or even truly Christian men who will seek you out for a lasting, committed relationship without the head games, then I invite you to join me in my free Married in 12 Months Challenge. Look, there's nothing good or sacred or even noble about sitting in the waiting room. So in this challenge, I'm going to teach you why now is your time to find love. What are the lies that are holding you back? Why God wants you married? the biblical law of attraction, and the tools you need to become a bride. Don't wait any longer. Just sign up for my free Married in 12 Months Challenge today at lovestories.com and you can step into the love story that God has already written about you. That's lovestories.com. AM 1250 and FM 92.5, The Answer. WPGP, Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on The Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Heavy delays persisting on outbound 28 from Route 8 to Fox Chapel Road. About a 15-minute delay. And that off-ramp to Fox Chapel is closed to Waterworks Drive and Freeport Road. You can use it, though, to get onto Fox Chapel Road. On Parkway East, an accident moved off to the shoulder outbound near Forest Hills. It's about a 10-minute delay, though, from Boulevard of the Allies up to that point. Inbound a little heavy downtown. Parkway West, pretty solid inbound between Carnegie and the Fort Pitt Tunnel. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer. Weather. 
Clear skies expected for tonight will reach a nighttime low of 38. It'll be pleasant tomorrow with plenty of sunshine. A beautiful start to the weekend will reach a high tomorrow of 62. Mainly clear skies tomorrow night with a low of 39. Increasing cloudiness Sunday will reach a high Sunday of 63. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. This is the John Stackerwald Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, I've been saying here for a while since uh, long before the train wreck Tuesday night that if John Fetterman is elected to the United States Senate, there's no hope for the human race uh, because it'll mean that there are that many stupid people in one place who would vote for him. There's no help, hope for any of us. Now, that's, of course, assuming he would actually win, which I don't think he can do without cheating. Which brings us to uh, Gregory Stenstrom, who co-authored a book called The Parallel Election, A Blueprint for Deception, Evidence of Massive Election Fraud in Delaware County, Pennsylvania. And he joins us now. Gregory, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you very much, Don. It's a pleasure to be here. Okay, so uh, you and your co-author have claimed to have irrefutable evidence uh, that massive fraud took place in that 2020 election. And you focus a lot on Delaware County, Pennsylvania. Why uh, is Delaware, Delaware County such a big deal? Well, uh, first thing is we live here. So we right. were certified poll watchers. Uh, Leah was a uh, committee woman for Bethel Township. Uh, Delaware County, uh, for uh, the people in Allegheny County, is just south of Philadelphia. And uh, we border uh, the state of Delaware and uh, Chester County, just just uh, north of Maryland. So we're tucked in the corner here. And we were both certified poll watchers here in Delaware County, and uh, we that's why we took such a great interest in it. And we think that if you uh, the, the best place to start taking care of yourself is, is take care of your own home and let the rest of the people follow along and take care of their own their own um, business. So so why is it called a parallel election? Well, in this election, uh, in starting in 2016, um, we had gone for decades, probably centuries. Uh, election fraud goes back to the 1870s here in Delaware County, uh, well-established election fraud. And it's still the old, all the old ways, I call them. You know, you're uh, raising the dead, stuffing ballot boxes, uh, all the, the normal tricks and, you know, walking around money with it, pulling levers or adding things, just the things people are pretty used to. But in this case, they used a systemic um, case, and they they decentralized, excuse me, they centralized the vote, and they took it away from the precincts, and they put them into counting centers in eight swing states and 32 critical counties. And then what they did is they inserted fake ballots using, uh, in our case, 120,000 fake mail-in ballots, which we can prove, leaving 70,000 real mail-in ballots in the back room, which we saw and also infusing uh, over 50,000 votes using uh, V-drives after the election to get the outcome. Delaware County uh, swung the whole state. Uh, We were the last ones to be counted before the certification, and President Trump was still ahead by about 7,000 votes. And uh, we came in with 87,000 votes uh, to give give Biden the 80,000 votes uh, that they used to install him as an illegitimate president. So in a nutshell... um, we have uh, video and audio. We put a, sent a whistleblower in. Uh, we knew they would destroy the evidence that uh, you know, we submitted rights to know when we submitted our first lawsuit. We knew they would destroy the evidence. So we have video and audio of election officials, lawyers, uh, all sorts of uh, bureau personnel and board of elections personnel uh, admitting to the fraud. They say they did it. They uh, fabricated the entire election, couldn't reconcile it. It was all a big fugazi. And um, we got that in video and audio. And then uh, the big next big part of the evidence we have is they destroyed all the evidence. Now, not before we got uh, quite a bit of it, but uh, in civil law and election law, the spoliation of evidence or the destruction of evidence that would exonerate you is evidence by itself. Here's, uh, you just mentioned what you know what you some of the things that were happening on election night. I was going to wait till later to ask you about this, but could you just kind of describe what happened when you? showed up to do your poll watching on election night 2020? Sure, they wouldn't let me in. Yeah. So I'm a, I, I go back, I, uh, I'm a former military officer, I'm an expert in uh, investigations for fraud and uh, security. 
and I've been involved in quite a number of uh, fraud investigations that have put government officials, corrupt government officials, in, in jail, and uh, and recovered quite a bit of money for the government. So I was recruited by Leah Hoops, my co-author, to come down and uh, and take a look see. So they wouldn't let me in for five hours, and we had to fight our way into the uh, just to see what we could see. I, pretty much immediately saw what they were doing. didn't take very long um, to figure out that they were injecting a fake mail-in ballots and that uh, the real mail-in ballots were stashed somewhere in the building uh, once I got in. And um, at the end of the night, um, you know, they, they shut the whole counting center down just like they did everywhere else. It's important for, to, to, for me to repeat that this was done in 32 key counties. You know, there's 3,200 counties in the United States. You only need 32 to swing the entire election. Allegheny County is one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Delaware County, Philadelphia, Chester County, Montgomery County. That's where they targeted. Uh, would it surprise you to know that uh, Soros invested millions of dollars installing corrupt district attorneys, a corrupt attorney general, which Shapiro is a corrupt attorney general. I can say that with great veracity. He's a criminal. And he's corrupt, corrupt as hell, and he's part of this fraud. Um, he refused to investigate it. He covered it up. He threatened us. He sent special agents to our house. He threatened the lawyers. Um, he uh, He's part and parcel of this whole thing. But what they did is uh, the CTCL money you heard about, you know, 90% of the 400 million went to three trees, and you were one of them in Allegheny. What they did when they centralized those counting centers they took the vote and were able to uh, perpetuate, you know, perpetuate this fraud and uh, perpetrate this fraud and say perpetuate. I, I meant perpetuate yeah. the fraud in these places. So most of the country sitting there going, geez, I didn't see any fraud. What are these guys talking about? They're, they're all crazy. They're crazy Trumpers. But they don't realize is we were highly targeted. Uh, the legislation that was introduced, which became Act 77, was introduced by Soros and the Clinton Foundation. Uh, communists that knew exactly what they were doing when they went for the no-excuse mail-in ballot, uh, the drop boxes, same-day registration, etc. They knew exactly what they were doing and what they were going to do, and they claimed it back then. The book goes over this in great detail and talks uh, talks about uh, the dynamics and the uh, you know the architecture of the fraud. And we have uh, 428 pages, 428 precincts in Delaware County, 126 pages of hard physical evidence. Uh, we have videos and audio on www.patriot.online, which is our social media website that I co-founded. And um, there's an election resources page there. And you can go through the cases for yourself. You can go through the videos yourself. And the way uh, um, the big the big thing is, is their own attorneys admitted that what I'm saying is the truth. Their own attorneys admitted that there were thousands of uncounted mail-in ballots that we found. Um, after initially denying it, um, they mistakenly put a bunch of pictures in one of their filings with all the unopened ballots in it. And they're like, oops, well, you shouldn't have been able to see that. It's inadmissible. And then when they realized they were caught on the V-drives, they admitted that they, uh, they injected the V-drives after the election. So their own, their own lawyers, their own attorneys, and the defendants admit what they did on video, audio, and we've got them dead cold. Uh, we've talked to multiple prosecutors. It's a total headshot. We just need to be heard in court. Well, the um, we're talking to uh, Gregory Stenstrom, and uh, he's a co-author of a book called "The Parallel Election: A Blueprint for Deception: Evidence of Massive Election Fraud in Delaware County, Pennsylvania." I, I wasn't able to read all the book. Obviously, I just found out about it uh, last night, and that's why I wanted to get you on. But I did. You you just described what happened. That you said they wouldn't let you in. Uh, I read the uh, yeah uniparty. Yeah, yeah, and I read the the uh, description of what happened. And could you be a little bit more detailed? And when you say they, who they were, and what, when you say they wouldn't let you in, they they threatened to arrest you. Absolutely, the villains in the story are the con- are communists. You know, some time back they got tired of losing elections, and they first they took over the Democrat Party, and then they corrupted further corrupted the Republican Party. Not that it needed any any great help, uh, but they corrupted them with money. So these are uh, this is a uniparty. The DNC and the GOP are corporate entities. They don't necessarily represent Republicans or Democrats. Uh, it's us against them. And we were actually most of the people named in the book are Republicans. I don't know that many Democrats 
And I didn't know that many Democrats here, uh, but it was Republicans that did it. And it was the Republicans, uh, uh, just factions, not all Republicans, but uh, corrupt uh, executives and corrupt GOPers that were never Trumpers and, uh, you know, uh, financially motivated to uh, stop us. And that's who stopped us. And, they, and, they, and this is where they tied. These were cops who, who said, uh, uh, you got to leave. Yeah. Right? yeah, we were uh, the... The Democrat, the uh, solicitor, the county solicitor, and then the election board solicitor uh, on uh, demanded that they arrest me, and I, uh, I just didn't let myself be arrested that day. Um, I, <laughs> I, I we, we talked about it in the book. I, I was uh, uh, a surface warfare officer, a special operations officer, a diving officer, and I was the executive officer and commanding officer of special operations and special warfare units. So I'm I'm not a shrinking violet. Not and, a uh, person to be messed with. Uh, <laughs> well, well, generally it was just I was pretty good natured about it. And yeah. I think you know all 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 law enforcement officers, especially uh, cops, uh, they're uh, they're pretty well trained. I mean, they go through the police academy and they respond to uh, authority. They respond to the law. And uh, so in my case, I mean, I wouldn't recommend it to everybody or you get a wood shampoo, but. Um, I, in my case, I was able to, you know, stand them down, and you know, I basically yelled at the people who were screaming to arrest me, and I said, "Look, you don't have any more right to have me arrested than I have to arrest you. You know, why don't you go over there, like the toddler you are, and let the grown-ups <laughs> sit here and talk?" And I and I said exactly, well, cl- pretty close to that. Yeah, a couple, you, couple other words thrown in there. Too, so yeah. a, few, a few other words may have been uh, <laughs> inserted, uh, not not appropriate for radio. But, yeah. Yeah, and we talk about this in the book, and we've been given poll watcher training to say, look, at this is we have to resolve this peacefully. We have to resolve this through the courts. We got them cold. We know how they're cheating. We're filing an injunction um, tonight or maybe tomorrow by the time I finish it. Uh, Lee and I have been working on it. It's 112 pages of uh, – uh, there's only uh, probably about 14 pages of meat, and the rest is exhibits. Um, but we they're doing it all over again. In May, you know something, in May in Allegheny County – I don't know if you know this, but one of the things we say is they use fake mail-in ballots. They produce them, you know, after either before the election if they need them, or they produce them after the election if they need them. And they also use V drives to electronically infuse the vote. So in Delaware, uh, in Allegheny County, in May, um, the average participation rate uh, for midterm primary yeah. about twenty to twenty-five percent. Mm-hmm. You guys were somewhere in the twenty or twenty-five percent range at the end of election day. And they said, geez, we're missing, uh, you know, some amount of V-drives. We, it was reported about 30 V-drives were missing. Um, use the same machines that we use here in Delaware County. And they, they reported that they were unaccounted for mail-in ballots. And they said, it's going to take us a, some time to straighten out. Well, they, they found the V-drives and they found the email, you know, the, the mail-in ballots. And they said, oh, we got it all sorted out. And the only problem was you had 109% um, <laughs> registered voters vote in Allegheny County. That's a nice turnout. Yeah, and, it's, and it changed the entire trajectory of the state. So they did it to us in Delaware County uh, for the general election in November, and they did it to you in May of 2022. These approval. This is all. You know, we're we're you know we we write quite a few addendums now. We yeah. have uh, today. I, the reason I the numbers are fresh in my head is I was going through the uh, you know while I'm writing this injunction I. I was going to quote a bunch of the stuff from Allegheny County, and the bloody thing was too long as it was. So I, I'll leave that out for the oral arguments, assuming we get a hearing. But mm-hmm. uh, well, uh, you that, guys, every, everyone's suffering from it. Yeah, and again, the book is The Parallel Election, A Blueprint for Deception, Evidence of Massive Election Fraud in Delaware County, Pennsylvania. Um, so in just about every media reference uh, that you see made to voter fraud in 2020, no matter where it is, national, local, uh, even uh, conservative, some uh, some cons- supposedly conservative outlets, a word like unproven or debunked or dismissed would always appear before the word fraud. Uh, and and just in a you know just in a, a casual reference, it'll say uh, he was part of the unproven allegations of voter fraud in Pennsylvania, and it's like it's now become established that it was that there's no evidence anywhere. That there was any they don't cheating say that going anymore on. about us. Well, they don't what say are they saying to you? Anymore. 
they're, they've, they've mostly, mostly gone quiet, and, uh, and they're mostly in a state of shock and fearful of us now. We have the only two remaining cases, uh, and they're in the appellate trajectory. We have one case in front of the U.S. Supreme Court um, from that we filed uh, in uh, December 2020, early December 2020, uh, and it was dismissed. It was dismissed uh, without an evidentiary hearing, like all 65-plus other cases uh, in, the, in the country. Uh, but, you know, you think about it, they targeted the district attorneys, they targeted um, these counties very specifically. And, you know, in our, our, in our case, they, they spent a million dollars. They gave uh, Jack Stolzheimer, who's a corrupt bum, um, and, and I can say, again, I can say that with great veracity, without fear of, of, uh, of uh, being refuted. Um, the guy said he conducted an investigation, and he didn't, he didn't conduct it. We found that out. We submitted it to the courts and said he's a fraud. He didn't conduct the investigation. He said he did, and we can prove it. So they, what they did is they, they um, focused on these uh, small number of counties. And, Jesus, I just forgot what I was talking about, John. It's okay. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I have a few minutes yeah. left. That's all right. I want to get to yeah. a couple other things here. Um, yeah. but first of all, being that uh, in the, uh, the big question is, do the Republicans have any chance of getting an honest vote count out of Delaware County a week from Tuesday? I think they we have a shot here. Uh, we file in this injunction uh, to stop it here. I don't think you've got a shot in the other counties. Uh, I don't. I think that's they're 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 going to go after the fraud. And I remember what I was going to say. We did the last two remaining uh, lawsuits in the country surviving from November yeah. 2020. And we have hard, hardcore evidence, and they can't get rid of us. They tried sanctioning us. They threatened us. They can't get rid of us. And um, this book is being used throughout the state by a number of uh, activist groups and, you know, citizens, patriots. And uh, they're going after these counting centers. There's people in Allegheny County that have read the book and will be down there and fighting for you and fighting for the citizenry. And we've got quite a few people here uh, ready to go. And uh, hopefully the injunction will will make a dent, and we'll uh, we'll get an honest election out of them. It's it's truly possible to to, to do it, but you got to fight for it. Yeah, I uh, got a couple of minutes, about a minute and a half left. Um, sure. Could Fetterman win with an accurate yeah. accounting? Uh, an accurate no, counting no, of no, votes? absolutely not. I mean, really, you know, they they put these drooling idiots in. I mean, I mean, can, can you imagine they're putting you know Biden and I mean, you know, the guy. The guy is, uh, you know, mattled dementia patient. It's, it's almost sad if it, if it yeah. wasn't so criminal. But no, Fetterman and, uh, has absolutely zero chance in an honest election. But the way things are going, um, they, they, they gave uh, Shapiro, gave, he got 500,000 mail-in ballots in the primary. Fetterman got 300,000. The next closest was Del Rosso, the Republican uh, candidate for lieutenant governor, 41,000. Mastriano was 31,000 mail-in ballots. They were sending a message. The bottom line is, combined, uh, Barletta, McSwain, and uh, Mastriano combined had about, um, they had less than a million votes. They probably had about 700,000 votes between the three of them. And Shapiro had 900,000. <laughs> oh, over 900,000, of which 500,000 were mail-in ballots. Who the hell votes for an unopposed candidate? You know, the Democrats. You know, 500,000 people voted for an unopposed Democrat governor. Mail-in? And with Fetterman, huh? Same thing. Yeah. Who the hell, 300,000 people, you're telling me 300,000 people mailed in uh, mail-in ballots for Fetterman? That didn't happen. Well, you did, so, you, you, I'm out of time. I uh, wish I had more time. You did great work, uh, Gregory, and I hope people check your book out. It's Gregory Stenstrom, and it's The Parallel Election, A Blueprint for Deception, Evidence of Massive Election Fraud in Delaware County, Pennsylvania, I think I'd like to have you on after the election if you can squeeze us in and see what you think. Uh, well, yeah, uh, anytime, John. Uh, they can go to ParallelElection.com, and you can buy it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Amazon is best. Well, ParallelElection.com is best. Remember to eat your fruits and vegetables. We all remember these words from our childhood. But how does anyone have time to buy, store, prepare, and eat enough healthy fruits and vegetables in our busy lives? Balance of Nature keeps it simple. Our produce is powdered after an advanced vacuum cold process, which stabilizes the maximum nutrient content. The produce is then mixed into a scientifically researched blend designed with your body in mind. Once these blends are encapsulated, they are packaged and sent right to your door 
so you can get all the benefits of a colorful variety of fruits and vegetables every day. Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-2468-751. And don't forget to get 35% off your first order as a preferred customer by using discount code BALANCE. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, as I said earlier, uh, and I've been saying for a long time, only half, I don't even know if it is facetiously, that if um, that if John Fetterman wins uh, the election a week from Tuesday and becomes a United States senator, there's no hope for humanity. And I, uh, I mean that because, I, I guess when I say that, I mean if he wins honestly, because that would mean that there are enough stupid people in Pennsylvania that they could get an idiot and an, uh, just a, a, a guy like this elected. And I'm not saying he's an idiot because of what happened to him because of his stroke. I'm saying he's an idiot because of what he st- stands for and uh, what he's done in his life. And he's just a, he's the worst candidate possibly ever uh, to be put up for in, in a national election, for you know, for a national office, I should say. Uh, so... You listen there to Gregory Stenstrom, and again, that book is The Parallel Election, A Blueprint for Deception, uh, Evidence of Massive Election Fraud in Delaware County, Pennsylvania. I didn't get a chance to read the whole book, but I read the uh, the uh, introduction and I read a, a couple of chapters, and he's not messing around. He's got some serious uh, evidence, and he can't get anybody to look at it. Media, law enforcement, judges, they don't want to look at it. And all they'll do is keep saying, oh, there was no election fraud. What are you, you kidding? Not here in Pennsylvania. Nah. If John Fetterman wins, I'm not buying it. I'll say it again. He can't win an honest election. He won't win an honest election. We'll see. Talk to you Monday. John Steigerwald Show is a production of Salem Media Group and sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.